Hey, Sarah. Hey, Mary. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I didn't actually realize that we were recording while we talked for the last 30 minutes so sorry about that like, that's okay you were just like let's record and I was like let's talk about behind her eyes <laughs> like, <laughs> but we are actually going to do an episode on that so we um, are definitely yeah. we loved it mm-hmm. yeah um yeah no I'm so it's, it's nice to be back and like actually um do a review I, f- I feel like we haven't done a review in a, in a while yeah I know I know I mean I feel like um, we reviewed Army Hammer's DMs we did but yeah we now did. this is an actual film so <laughs> yeah yeah so we're gonna today we're gonna be looking at framing Britney Spears mm-hmm. and the docu the, it's, it's an HBO documentary or no um, it's not it's a magazine um oh yeah New pub- York Times yeah it's the pub- New York Times Someone, that's it yeah because it, it's just a, I love films that are under 90 minutes and this is like an hour 17 yes something very very good uh that's more it. of that please more short yes films. please yeah really well edited um, and, and really interesting. Like it, it kind of, it has, I did bring back a few memories for me as I was watching it, like some of the hits that came up and like time periods of like the timeline of Britney's life and, um, the situation that she's in, she's ended up in now, which we're going to be talking about, but I felt like I was taking a bit of a trip down memory lane. Mm-hmm. I was kind of curious to know, like, what is your perspective of Britney Spears? Like, did you like her when you were younger? I think, I mean, I was quite little, like I was maybe 10 or 11 when Hit Me Baby One More Time came out. And I remember, like, I mean, even watching that music video in that documentary, it made me, like, it makes you feel something. Because that song is one of the greatest songs ever written. It just moves you in a way that I, I, as you know, I hate being moved by music. (laughs) um I just like it makes me feel weird I don't like it um so yeah I mean I I remember it coming out and obviously it had that effect because it can't I just don't think there's a single person in the world that can listen to that song and not think it's great because it's it's just objectively like amazing songwriting so I definitely I've always had that feeling when I listen to it it's like an amazing song and I think she Mm. was it was also everything was mind-blowing about that that music video was really mind-blowing to everyone yeah. I'm not sure I don't know I mean I'm not sure how I felt about I, I think yeah I've never been that interested in music so I, I've, I've never been a super fan of anyone really so mm-hmm. I was always kind of aware of her but I didn't think of her one way or another I think I don't think I I went in for that you know Britney Spears is crazy let's talk about that or I went in for mm-hmm. leave Britney alone I think I was just I'm never I've never been that interested in music so I'm not she wasn't that important to me either way um mm-hmm. and I follow her Instagram which I find quite entertaining and interesting um yes really, it's you know, fascinating it's really fascinating but I don't think I ever really knew very much about her and I didn't know yeah, I don't. I I really don't remember mu- ever much having an opinion on her, and I. But I don't think I knew that she was as talented and special mm-hmm. as she is. Uh, in that documentary, it's very. There's a sort of a bit where one of her fan, one of the like, you know, free Britney people is just like, you know, I, you know, I I had problems growing up, and like Britney had problems, so like she's just a normal person. And it's like it's quite clear that she's not just a normal person. She is more beautiful, <laughs> special, and talented than anyone else could ever hope to be. Like she's not. I don't think she's relatable. I think she's just like she's sort of like a hyper achiever. She's what was that? She's like she's like the personification of Wellbutrin. <laughs> like amazing (laughs) amazing at everything amazing work ethic yes um but yes she is she really is I mean for me it's a bit different because I was a bit older when she sort of like rose to fame Mm. I was about like I was probably about 20 2021 something like that and so for you know I was a bit too old to be like kind of um fixated on a girl pop star I suppose but At the same time, I do kind of recall being aware of her, like, and her career and stuff. And um, I, I, one thing that really kind of, a few things that always stuck in my mind is, um, so, you know, like, obviously, uh, Baby One More Time was uh, covered by that band Travis. Do you really? remember that? Yeah, they Whoa. did like a piss take of it. 
So they like recorded it live and I think it ended up being released either on their album or as a single. Show me what you want it to be. Tell me, baby, cause I need to know now just because my loneliness is killing me. it on Napster (laughs) annoyed with myself that I did that because you're right it is a genius pop song it's a great little song like it really it's catchy it's beautifully written and and when I was watching the documentary I couldn't help but think like it really paralleled her real life because she was she she went and auditioned for Mickey Mouse Club got it was a mouseketeer and then she had to go back to live in Kentwood, Louisiana and go to high school mm-hmm. and like just be a normal teenager. Like the lyrics make sense, you know, like hit me, baby, one more time. My loneliness killing me, you know, like it just makes sense that like she would have been in a place where she wants to get back to this, this like triumphant mm-hmm. um, victory, you know. Anyway, but um, a few things I love about her are I, I love her accent. I love the Louisiana accent. Like, I can't get enough of it. I find it so charming, seriously. Um, so whenever she has, she speaks in her natural, like, drawl, I'm just like, oh, like, it's so beautiful. Um, back in the day, I was, I kind of also, again, got hoodwinked. I was a very impressionable young woman. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I got hoodwinked by Justin Timberlake and I saw the Crimea River video and I was like, I can't believe Britney cheated. How could she? Like, what the hell? What was I thinking? I mean, that's I think that's so fascinating <laughs> and deserves a documentary of its own. Frankly, Justin Timberlake's music videos, because it's not the only music video that suggests that he has like a sort of like a pathological fear of like romantic humiliation. Wow, um, okay. But actually, just before I go on with that, I want to say that really, like, karma does just work itself out because Travis is now the naffest band in living memory <laughs> and Britney Spears <laughs> remains super cool. So, like, yes, really, you know, just people, true. like, people's punishments figure themselves out, you know? <laughs> so it's like, like now, like, the idea, just the, just the, you know, you're just like, if you just want to remember, say, just bring to mind, like, a band that's totally naff, you're just like, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> even the name like yeah, what, like, like, what? That's, oh god so yeah that's oh, fine god. but justin timberlake is um he he his that other video what goes around comes around and it's got scarlett right. johansson and in the in the video scarlett johansson cheats on him and then she dies in a fiery car crash what <laughs> yes in like, it's like oh, so it's like he's god. like this is my girlfriend and then he and then she like and then she cheats with like one of his friends and then he catches them and then she's really upset so she drives away and then he like I think he like steps out into the road and she like flips the car and the car explodes and it's just like what? wow <laughs> so okay. so you know so he's he's got a, I feel like there's something there with him he he's he really wears his heart on his sleeve when it comes to like heartbreak in a way that's really deeply uncool um it's not you know he's really he's it's that's something that clearly really affects him to the extent that he makes like million dollar music videos starring like really famous Hollywood actresses about how you shouldn't cheat on Justin Timberlake that is really interesting you're right he's got some kind of hang up about being ditched or like some infidelity or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and he just yeah you're right like he's he needs he needs to speak to someone about that (laughs) definitely I mean in a way I kind of admire it because I think that that you know it's it's still like an embarrassing taboo to have had your heart broken or to be cheated on or to you know or to be like suffering for a prolonged period of time after a breakup it's like you're not supposed to do that in today's like hookup society 
um it's like so in a way I'm kind of like that's kind of cool that he's doing that but the fact that all of this that the fact that if you cheat on him you have to die is like yeah, is a bit frightening yes oh um, my god so I do find that quite fascinating yeah, someone needs to check on Jessica Biel you know yeah well she's probably yeah she's probably has to be very careful yeah I hope she's okay me too okay that is that is really weird that mm-hmm. is really weird um yeah, so you were team I, Justin back in the day I, back in the day at that moment I was I was like you know um he, you know he he's he's obviously wounded and he's written this song and I actually actually really like that song Crimea River as yes, well right that was that album was perfect yeah justified yeah amazing <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like the when watching the documentary, I felt like I was kind of like going back into these little tidbits of cultural inf- you know information that I had just completely forgotten about. And in a way it kind of like brings those things up and puts them in this context of wow, actually this you know, this woman really suffered mm-hmm. all these years. Like I was just seeing these like sensationalistic headlines once in a while it just made me kind of realize that I had just been a victim of tabloid culture like just for being totally influenced to make an opinion like form an opinion about someone that I didn't I wasn't even a fan of I was just like it was just someone that I was aware of in the in the cultural um, landscape but I guess the thing that really kind of endeared me to Brittany in, in the documentary is that um Wait, have I just said that wrong? Is you it that endeared Britney to you? That's it. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't want to presume the other way. The reason um, that Britney is and I are best friends is <laughs> Britney, come on the yeah. pod. It's my following good characteristics. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I stand corrected, like definitely. But yeah, I mean, I guess the reason the, what made me like her is that. Um, I saw a link there with the whole Paris Hilton situation, like, you know, Paris being kidnapped by her parents, uh, taken into the middle of nowhere in this uh. crazy school, which was effectively a prison and students were being beaten up and, and, and like severely punished and disciplined. Um, and then of course they were hanging around like Lin- Lindsay Lohan as well. And her parents were crazy stage parents. Like it was, and then just that, just that shot of the three of them in the car with the headline bimbo summit. Like it really, it really pissed me off. I was like, I, I was one of those people that bought into this narrative, you know? I'm really sorry that that made me laugh. <laughs> bimbo summit. Bimbo summit. <laughs> I didn't notice that. It does. It does make me laugh a little bit. That's really cruel. Um, <laughs> oh my god! But have you seen? Have you also seen the Jade Goody documentary? Yes, I, I did think watch that. that's the best documentary about tabloid culture because it really goes into it. I mean, obviously, it's got more time. It's like three parts, but it really yeah. goes into like how much of an industry it was, like you know, and also its demise. Whereas here they just had like one, it was, I found it quite weird. Like just one paparazzi photographer telling stories as if his behavior wasn't reprehensible. It seemed a bit weird. It was very, I I mean, what I have to say about this documentary is, is it felt like a drunk person telling me a really complex story. (laughs) Like, I just think there's just so many gaps so much speculation and so it's just it felt like it was it was I it yeah very incomplete very incomplete documentary or like a very incomplete story which obviously it has to be because she's not cooperating with it I know I know you're right like there are way so many unanswered questions like what was okay like the biggest question I have is so okay we understand that post all of the kind of like media drama etc and I I suppose you know maybe the family decided that her two boys lives were in danger or -hmm. something if they were to live with their mom so she she lost custody of them and then and then the dad stepped in wanted to be a guardian of her person and her estate and Brittany wasn't allowed to have her own like she couldn't even retain her own lawyer 
to represent her. So the court appointed her counsel. But it's like the guy who said that, um, you know, Streisand, mm. he said that there was something in a in a medical report that changed the judge's mind. And that's why the judge had to appoint, a, you know, Brittany court counsel. And it's like, and that's also okay, but what was what was in the report? Like yeah. it was just missing. And he's like, I wish I knew what was in the report. And it's like, uh, hello, like, what about the investigative journalist? Like, can she tell us? <laughs> also that I felt like that guy, the her first lawyer who the court got rid of, I, you know, and he, he was, he just kept being like, there's so much we don't know and it's just like oh, yeah, yeah that could be the tagline for this documentary actually <laughs> and he also he kept calling her Britney and I was like please Miss Spears like you're <laughs> you're be professional like if someone was like talking about my court case I would want them to call me Miss Cleaver like I wouldn't want yes. them to be like and then Sarah said this it's like no shut up you work for me it's Britney bitch yeah I just thought I don't know I just felt like it was just right yes I just felt like it was rife with like people just people who wanted to be who wanted to say Britney you know I I don't know yes and yeah so oh, that's it, interesting it, it, and it is it's like because I don't think obviously I'm not I don't I you know I think that it seems that it's very well recognized that now is a very different situation than the situation that she was previously in because she did have you know she did have to go into a secure unit and she did um she clearly did have something that the court saw fit to take her children and um and not allow her to choose her own lawyer um but what I don't understand is how is it that Jamie Spears her dad who apparently was not really that present like all along the 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 period where her star was rising all of a sudden like he descends on the scene at this moment where he declares himself her conservator or whatever her guardian of both her person and her estate so she has no autonomy whatsoever to make any decisions about her money but at the same time in that period she is working like she is doing nights nightly shows in vegas she's releasing albums she's going on x factor or whatever like she's doing that's, all for some, that's, for some, that's some time after the conservatorship was declared right no like so she oh she, i see okay you know, she has what is like clearly a breakdown and quite reasonably a breakdown yeah, yeah. i would have a breakdown that's if i was being enough. photographed like that um, hell yeah and then she has some kind of treatment. That's when she loses her kids and the conservatorship gets declared. But I think there's like, a, I, you remember, there was a bit of time between that happening and her comeback. True. And so she probably spent a bit of time recovering because, you know, she didn't just go yeah. into a mental institution and then come out working. No, so, that's true. So it's a very one-sided documentary. So there is no one to really speak on his no. behalf. And so maybe he, you know, like a lot of people's dads aren't present when they're younger and then they become present in their adult life. Um, I guess I guess I'm just wondering why was it that, you know, the time did lapse and then like, you know, she did maybe recover from her initial issues, let's say. So why at that time was the conservatorship not ceased, I guess is what I'm wondering. If she's, yeah, ca- if she's able, mystery. you know, that if she's capable and able to like, earn money um I guess I'm just worried because I'm thinking right so so this whole model of the conservatorship also is being completely like payrolled by Britney like she has to finance lawyers on both sides Mm -hmm. so her estate is financing this kind of like little mini industry to keep her in the conservatorship like it is in a lot of people's best interest to make sure she's still kind of like her rights are in a way like eroded her civil yeah. rights you know so uh, maybe I'm also just on this kind of like weird um suspicious vibe right now with the whole guardian mo- model because I watched that movie I care a lot oh yeah yeah I wonder and if that was in part inspired by the Britney situation I'm wondering because oh my god like again another like incredible performance by Rosamund Pike like she does she is the go-to person for twisted psychopaths, like for sure. She's amazing. But I've never watched a film and wanted to like kill someone so bad. Like I was just, I hated her so much. Like she was so awful. And I was even rooting for like the Russian mafia because I didn't want her to like 
I'm really I really want to watch it but I'm also a bit nervous just because like I don't know I'm still feeling like sad about moving out from my nan's house and I'm just like I think it'll make me feel really bad if I watch a film about old people being fleeced Um, but yeah I think I think that that's maybe what disappointed me about the documentary a little bit because it was the I mean I think that it spent a lot of time being very critical of Jamie's is it Jamie yeah. Jamie, does that mean that the, the second daughter has a combination of both her parents' names? Yes. <laughs> um, that's so funny. Um, it's so crazy, I know. Uh, well, yeah, I think uh, it's very critical of this, you know, this guy. And I think that these documentaries that are coming out recently have a tendency to pick a villain and to, yeah. you know, and I think that it, if if it's a critique of guardianship or... Um, conservatorship in general then why not investigate some others and see if the abuses are being are being are happening across the system yeah that's what I mean about it being a very kind of incomplete documentary Um, because I know I don't and it also seemed like the thing that I wanted to know about is there's this period where I wonder if I wrote his name down but there's a period where it seems like there's someone else um there's someone else muscling in to oh Sam Lufty Sam Lufty yeah. so that's really that's really interesting and it doesn't yes. it goes on it's does it there's five minutes on him or like less like he's mentioned a couple of times and dropped but, and dropped but I think that seems like I think that if I had if I knew someone who was a having a breakdown which is mm-hmm. you know is like something that people need space and time to recover from and there was someone hanging around them taking their money and making their business decisions then maybe Mm -hmm. that's why they enforced a conservatorship because like it does say that if you think that someone's not got the wherewithal to not be conned then you can do that and it seems like she was being conned like I agree. By, yeah, that is true. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. I mean, on the, I don't actually really agree with that. Like, I think if people are earning millions and millions of pounds, they have the right to be conned if they want to. Like, it's, I actually don't agree with conservatorship yeah. at all. But, no, no, I know. But in a way, there is a legal case to be made if people have a valid concern mm. that the person is just doesn't have their wits about them what, for whatever reason. Like, there may be even like a, a genuinely like a, some kind of physical illness I mean who knows you know so I think Um, I think the problem it seems to me that the the like initial stages of conservatorship are reasonable but it then it appears to be very very difficult to get out of one I think that's the problem because I think you know if someone is like a mentally ill be like um you know like very much very much at the mercy of people taking advantage of them and unable to withstand them then like maybe that's a reasonable that's but there should be some kind of like temporary conservatorship where you can do that for six months until someone's had enough treatment to be able to look after their own things but it's yeah like you say it's crazy that someone could be doing a las vegas tour (laughs) albums like you know so lucid so you know so hardworking, and still not be able to control their own money which is crazy. That's the thing that I don't understand. And I feel like the documentary didn't do enough to like elucidate on that, like actually spell out what's going on at what stage. Yeah. There is this other little documentary. It's, I mean, it's a piece of trash. Do not watch it. It's horrible. It's toxic and and not in the good way. (laughs) It's horrible. It's, um, it's called unbreakable Mm -hmm. and it is on Amazon prime. It claims to be produced in 2019. That is bullshit because they probably just added one little thing and changed the date because it's clearly from like 10 years ago or something. Um, and there's, it's got these two women. I want to say one is called, um, anyway, it doesn't matter what they're called. I don't even want, I don't, I don't want to tarnish our podcast with their evil names. Like, um, I'd say see you in hell to these ladies, but I never want to see them again. Like, seriously, they're awful. Um, they sit there and they just for an hour completely trash Britney Spears. It claims to be a documentary about the girl. And these two women are just sat there like like the, the most evil members of a sewing circle. And just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good film. Continue. <laughs> yes. 
but seriously like they they just sit there and they judge her and they call her a slut and they 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 say that she's like white trash and trailer trash and this is supposed to be for fans that's what's crazy to me like I wouldn't consider myself a Britney Spears fan and I was like livid I was like why am I watching this this is gross I think like culture was like that for a while I think that you know, there was a really kind of hateful moment in, and I think it's the same, that's why I mentioned the Jay Goody documentary, because I think class has a lot to do with that, actually. I think yeah. that this, you know, that there was like a lot of what happened to Britney happened because that she was like poor and from um, Louisiana at this tiny yeah. little, this tiny little, like almost like village. Um, yeah. So, but I think, you know, I think, and I think that the film is trying to make that point as well. And I think that there's a lot of media at the moment that is looking at, especially women and the way that they were portrayed and represented in the media. I think um, You're Wrong About Podcast does the best job at that, of kind of fact-checking Monica Lewinsky, uh, Pam Smart, like all of those people. So I think there's a real, it's actually a trend, I would say, of sort of re, like kind of going back and looking at how, women were rep- how women and their stories were represented which I think is a positive trend but I'm not I think that it's almost taking a turn to be you know the first I knew about this documentary is I think it was like dazed or someone like that like posting we okay. all owe Britney Spears an apology and I was like I, I fucking don't like I didn't do anything to her <laughs> Um, and oh, yeah. I, I think that there's a danger that we are going to get ver- it. What it's slightly reminding me of the time that I learned about the Vietnam War in history class, and I came home really furious about it and like shouted at my parents, who were not responsible, <laughs> were not there, and <laughs> were not going to allow me to get out of tidying my room with this nonsense. Like, and I feel a little yeah. bit like it's the same. It's the same <laughs> thing all over again. Like, yes, it's good that we are recognizing oh my God. that we didn't treat women very well you know and that we had bad attitudes towards them but is it going to make anyone nicer to each other on twitter is it going to make anyone i don't think that this is going i I think this we're getting very very upset about things that have already happened and no one's really looking at how to change the way we speak to each other now uh, the way we you know like i think there's a huge amount of cruelty directed all over the place and every and you know from everyone and but now we're just all getting like angry and apologetic about something that happened 20 years ago instead of figuring out how to be kinder and more responsible for people now um and it's the same and you know it's the same thing a little it's not you know we've had a whole documentary when every you know a load of people were just like this father he was never around he was obsessed by money it's just a load of people shit talking this guy who maybe was a shitty, a shitty father, but it's also like people are not just shitty. Like people are, are multiple different things. And yeah, you're right. You're right. It's it's like I'm being tricked again. But now the villain is Jamie Spears, yeah. not Britney Spears. You're it's right. Like maybe it's actually a really complicated legal thing that needs that needs like it does need a huge amount of activism, and that's really really good that people are looking. But people, it's it's not just for Britney Spears that conservatorship has to be looked at. There's a lot of other people with a much smaller fan base <laughs> who are possibly you know having to have someone else control their money, even though that they've recovered from a mental illness. And you're right like the fact that the documentary only focuses on that case is in a way irresponsible because it's not kind of um, stating that maybe this is a structural issue yes you know? I think and I think a lot of things that we have a villain in are a structural issue I think you know so in a minute we're going to have this Woody Allen documentary this yeah. Dylan Farrow thing and it's it's you know it's another thing where instead of looking at why children are vulnerable to abuse we're going to look at this guy and be like what a monster that we have to protect our children from predators and monsters and it's like no there's so many other things that you have to protect your children from and it's like it's you know it's not just it doesn't just happen to the kids of celebrities it happens like other kids are much more vulnerable to this for various you know sociological economic and like very in various reasons and there's loads you can do. Yeah. And, and it's not just getting pissed off with anyone that's ever acted with, in a Woody Allen film. 
that's not going to help no (laughs) well that yeah I mean that would eliminate like practically everybody he's hired every every single person practically over the last 60 years um yeah 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 I I mean absolutely you're right um I I suppose I'm just kind of like um now wondering because there's another one of these documentaries on the horizon the Demi Lovato oh what's who I don't know what Demi Lovato is so So, I mean to be honest I don't really know either but I do (laughs) I think she used to also be a musketeer. She was a she was one of the original kids on Barney. Aww. Barney and Friends. That's quite cute. Yeah. Um my little my little cousin used to watch that. She was only like three years old. So I have some exposure to that um back in the nineties. But um so she but the only reason why I know more of, about her recently is because she she was one of these pop stars, but she had like some she had like a heroin addiction actually. And then maybe she went to rehab anyway. But I'm kind of intrigued because I saw the trailer for that. And it's going to be one of these YouTube originals, mm. another one of, like, like the Paris one. And it's just like crazy to me because there's so many of these documentaries. It's, it's become almost like a staple. There's one about Billie Eilish as well. Yeah, is it? And I feel like it's all like there's there's the Beyonce one. There's the Lady Gaga one. There's the Taylor Swift one. And it's just like... Yeah, Course, are, yeah. are female celebrities required to perform pain in order to be in order to sell yeah. their next album can't they just yeah. you know, and that's the thing I quite like about Britney is that even though obviously she had quite a public meltdown but on the other hand she's actually also always been like reserved and professional apart from, apart from that like yeah. one thing which yeah. I can understand how what drove her to it but even now she's like I mean I obviously I understand that she's thought to be kind of watched over and maybe she's not free to speak honestly but I feel like from what I gather in the way that she responded like dealt with everything all of the horrible things people said about her and that really heartbreaking bit where there's that woman that says she would like to shoot Britney Spears and it's just like crazy horrible um but so I just think yeah she I think she kind of refused to perform pain for a really long time even though people kind of wanted her to um, she, you know, was just like, oh, I'm very happy and glad and lucky to be here and I'm not going to let this bother me. And, you know, she's really, I, and I think that some, there's something about being a female celebrity now where you're required to go on TV and cry about something in order to be taken seriously. Exactly. It's like, why can't people yeah, just exactly. have That's- their tragedy or like, or, you know, they have to go on the front cover of Elle because they're in a domestic, like if they've been domestically abused. Yeah. Why can't you, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Like, why, why does it have to become a spectacle? Yes, it's just like why people you have know? the right to do yeah. this stuff in privacy. You know, I understand with FKA tricks, yeah. is, I think she very clearly is on a mission to be a good example, you know, an yeah. example of strength. But I, I also think you don't have to do that. If I feel like they maybe feel like they have to do it, they have to. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I just feel like it's just another incarnation of women being made to feel like the public or the people who know them um are entitled to a piece to a piece of them you know Mm. and this is just another iteration of that like the confessional format as uh, this kind of eroticized um item that we demand from women and especially women in the public eye you know, I mean, to be honest, like I'm looking, I'm thinking about Ariana and I'm thinking, I don't think that girl's ever going to do a confessional documentary, you know, no, like she doesn't have hell to. No. She, she knows doesn't she doesn't have to. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why I love her so much. Like, that, you know, like, and it's nice to see that someone does have that confidence and that sense of empowerment that she's like, no, fuck you. I'm not going to do that. But, but, you know, it just also makes me sad that like, because I went on Britney's um, Instagram and I, I, I did like in the documentary where there was an actual podcast. Yeah, I loved, the t- I loved that storyline. I really had a good time with that. Uh, Alex told me, my boyfriend was like, you're going to love the bit with the two podcasters. And I did. It was great. And I thought they, they, were, you know, they were really sweet. And they're like, their lovely podcast sounds great. I think, yeah, there were definitely some really well-meaning people in it. And I didn't, um, I thought there was, 
there were like bits where I was like, this is really reaching to be something. It's not the bit where they were like, you know, Moni- like Monica Lewinsky scandal really like clouded how we all saw Britney Spears. It's like, no, it didn't. It, no, it, didn't. it, it didn't. There's no, it didn't. got nothing to do with each other. It's like, that's, that's a ridiculous thing to say. The bit where the guy, yeah. the, that man explains female empowerment to us, where he was just like, it wasn't because it was sexy, it was because she was in control. It's like, thank you. I love it when men explain feminism to me. Um, and so, yeah, they were just, I thought that whole beginning bit was very much like, we want to sam, we, we want to like present this as like this cultural, it's like, it was almost like Adam Curtis does Britney. It's like... <laughs> Oh my god. Yes, that is so true. Britney Spears didn't know it, but her fate had already been sealed some years before in a small in a small cupboard in the White House. <laughs> like, like, oh my god. I, there's so there's no need for that. Like people can just be their own cultural history. They don't need to kind of fit in. You don't have to no. sandwich them into an era because it's doing just as much a disservice as you did to her at the time. You know, and it was like it was terrible. The things that they used to ask her, the the, hor- the disgusting questions. But that wasn't just oh Britney. All female like actors, singers, everyone yeah. got asked those questions. It was a really misogynistic time, and I just wish it was more like yes. it, this is not just a Britney Spears story. Like this is just what it was like for all no. women at that time. You know, so yeah. did you find it? Yeah, funny? like when she went on that Italian. Um, Let's talk about it. And she's like, talk about what? And he's like, your breath. Yes. <laughs> oh, it was so gross. It was But then gross. again, I was like, was it out of the ordinary? No. Okay. Like at that time, um, you know, I was getting harassed every single day. Like, and I didn't even, I d- didn't even think anything of it. It was just the norm. Yeah, it was. It's, it, I, th- I think, um. I'm trying to think of other things that jumped out at me. Did you find it funny that her that the guy in joint control of her conservatorship was called Andrew Wallet? Wallet. <laughs> I was going to bring it up with you as well. Talk about nominal determinism. Like, isn't that so strange? I it's know. So strange. Uh, amazing. <laughs> and then that bit was really unclear when it was saying that he wrote in a report that he thought that the conservative was becoming a small in- industry or something like that. And it's like, if you wanted, it's, but the, it's really unclear as to why he wrote that. Is he saying that because he's advising against the conservatorship or is he saying that because, mm. because I just don't think that if you wanted to continue the conservative you, conservatorship, you would raise, you would raise that issue to the judge's attention. I know. You know, like if you were like, hey, there's a lot of money to be made exactly. here, you wouldn't, you you would find a way to bury that if you were corrupt. You wouldn't just put it in a report and be like, hey, have you noticed how much money is going through this conservatorship? We're all making a fortune. It just, it just doesn't make sense. So what maybe he was saying, look, I don't think this is actually that ethical. Maybe he quit because he doesn't think it's ethical. It sounded to me as if he was asking for a raise. He was like, you know, there's a lot of money flowing around and I want a bigger slice of the pie. Yeah. But again, if if that is if that was really his meaning, then he was completely an idiot. Because yeah, that's that's a stupid thing. Does that? <laughs> and the the whole tone of the documentary was we just don't know, but we're going to strongly insinuate that it's yeah. the worst possible circumstances. And it was, you know, it's I don't know. I, don't, I just I also thought I, the other thing I wrote down was um, Rose McGowan is so frightening. <laughs> Like, you know, the bit where they just play the clip of Rose McGowan being like, free Britney. Yeah. Like, she's so frightening. Can you imagine if you spilt a drink on her in a club? She would be... No! Oh, my God. Woo! No. <laughs> just imagine how she would look at you. No way. So- someone would have to die. <laughs> it would be... Uh, your life wouldn't be worth living. She's so frightening. So frightening. I mean, I know that she yeah, did she great things for scary. me too, but like, she's just, she's so, such a terrifying presence. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's yeah, she really scary. Wait, what is Rose McGowan's um, star sign? Let's see. Can I guess? Sagittarius. You know what? She's a Virgo. Whoa! <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Brittany is a Sagittarius. Oh, really? 
interesting interesting because remember she said in one of the like secret coded like um insta stories she's like i'm a sagittarius i'm really adventurous i love traveling i love freedom above anything Mm -hmm. um and also it it, it amused me when one of the fans like right at the beginning (laughs) said i'm i'm like whatever jane from cleveland and i'm a scorpio Scorpio. i was like i want to be friends with you jane you seem really cool (laughs) like really really cool Jane's Jane's the breakout star of of framing Britney Spears let's get a screenshot of her and put it on the Instagram she's she's amazing yeah oh my god I'm probably misremembering her name but yeah you remember who I'm talking about she was in her car yeah I know exactly exactly who you're talking about because I reacted to that too I was like oh you're all really confident like I'm really attracted to you right now it was amazing yeah very appealing very appealing um yeah yeah I I suppose yeah you're right like when I I think I might have just been a victim of like Twitter marketing around this film because I there was so much as you said like people were demanding freedom for Britney and like I even logged into like logged into Instagram from our podcast account I didn't realize I was in the podcast account I thought I thought I'd switched and then I went on the Britney Spears uh, Instagram account and like I saw she just posted like within like a few minutes. And I thought, oh, maybe if I comment now, she'll I'll get a lot of likes. And I, I posted um, uh, freedom is coming soon, queen. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I realized it was from the podcast account. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to delete this. This is too <laughs> stupid. Like, I don't want to. Which is too bad because it was kind of getting a little bit of traction. Oh no, you can leave it up. It's fine. <laughs> like, but do you know what I mean? Like I got carried away mm. in I guess the I don't know, maybe a little bit of the hype. Because because yeah, definitely watching this doc- documentary, it made me like Britney Spears more. I thought she was really sweet. Yeah, she and, just and, seems amazing. Like when they're talking about her as a child and saying that yeah. her parents just used to write to people and be like, We do not know what to do with her because she's so talented and the, where we're from is so small and we need help finding an outlet for her mm-hmm. it's just like yeah that's amazing she just seems brilliant um but and I do yeah. obviously like yeah, I don't, I'm not really saying like I think Britney Spears should not be free I think definitely it seems like oh, she's totally no, no, no. more than capable of managing her own estate um but yeah I just think that these documents they obviously have to take quite a simplistic view because they're pushing a narrative but I think the narrative is more complex than this evil father. You know, it's there's I think, I think there's, so there's been a lot of right, like, there's been a lot of really narcissistic, megalomaniacal people around her, and it's probably a bit of a battle between them all. Yeah. There's also like missing stuff in that documentary because she had a whole other husband, a whole other husband, oh, yeah. <laughs> Jason Alexander. Yeah, and um, I I don't know if that was before or after Kevin. Ah, yeah. No, that would have been, I think, before. Mm. And it was, I just remember it being funny because (laughs) the guy's name sounds like the actor from Seinfeld. You know, the guy who plays George Costanza is called Jason Alexander in real life. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. So when the headlines broke that Britney Spears married Jason Alexander. You can imagine there were a lot of gags at the time. Well, it was it's a bit like when Billy Piper actually married Chris Evans in real life. <laughs> um, which was just like a massive shock to everyone. Yeah, um, she came out of nowhere. Such strange husbands. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think there's so much, it was, there is so much untold. Like there's so many stressful things before that. And like, yeah. and there's a really, I, I remember watching something great about that marriage because it seemed like her management just kind of dissolved that wedding they were just that marriage they were just basically like no absolutely not and she wasn't allowed to have her like you know whirlwind romance so there's been issues of her being it's not just suddenly like she went she had a breakdown and everyone swooped in like I think the whole being controlled thing is it's I think it was happening a long time before that I think it's all it's not this one simple it's not the simple story that they told us it's there's a a, it's a lot it's like a whole person's whole life and their whole family and that her brother was really interesting like her brother seems to be wildly jealous of her 
and um you know that's so like it's I don't know there's just there's so many players and I think it's just a really complex like complicated life yeah this is one of those times where I was actually hoping that it would have been a longer running time because Mm -hmm. I felt like they didn't cover enough and yeah you're right like the fact that they omitted the Jason Alexander marriage is suspicious actually because it's almost as if they're trying to shift the narrative in a certain direction Mm. and the more I think about this documentary the more I think yeah I'm not I I don't think they've they're very good detectives (laughs) like there's definitely any investigation in that at all Um, except for the Instagram sleuths Um, oh god they were amazing is it Britney's gram that's what that's what they're yeah they were great they're so super cute I also didn't like the fact that like you know when they were showing the protesters outside the courthouse? <laughs> and okay, fine. It was sweet of the fans to get together and everything. But every time they, they showed those shots, there was like a voiceover saying like, there's a g- growing global movement out there. There's like Hashtag eight of them. Yeah, there's like eight people. <laughs> <It's just> like... <laughs> I don't know. I just Some of the optics just were a bit cringe for me. But, mm-hmm. um... <laughs> but yeah, I just... Um... I mean, yeah, I, I just hope she eventually just is able to speak for herself, like yeah. in, in, what, in whatever capacity. Um, My prediction is that when she can speak for herself, the things she, she will say will be um, polite and brief, and then she oh, will yeah. go back to her own life because she it's actually so doesn't seem like a particularly attention-seeking person. And she's never going to be that person who wants to like vie for media attention in that way. She she may be a performer, but she's, and you can tell she's a, she's a genuine performer on her Instagram. She's always dancing, you know, she loves to dance and maybe that's, she should have just been left alone to do that stuff. Like, you know, it's just, it's annoying. Michael Moore, do you remember like the, he was there for like yeah. a brief seconds and he's like I don't get it why are we still talking about her why don't we just let her live her life you know and he kind of in a way exposed this documentary as well yeah I think so too I think that's the really the voice of reason what did you say was the headline of her and Lindsay in Paris (laughs) bimbo summit (laughs) I'm going to make a t-shirt that says bimbo summit I mean, you can actually make it with that headline because it's from the Daily Mirror, I think. Let me see if I can find it. I don't want a picture of them on it. I just want it to be across my boobs. <laughs> like I'm just a bimbo summit on my own. <laughs> a one woman bimbo summit. That's incredible. No, my bad. It was actually New York, New York Post. Okay. I should have known that. Um, that's such a New York Post thing to do. Um, I will actually send it to you because you've got to see this headline. It is actually funny. It just looks like such a meme. Hang on, I'm Googling it. Oh, I've got it. Did you see? Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. We need, we need to put this somewhere, like yeah, surely. Yeah, it's great. it's great. Let's put it on the Instagram. Any last words on Brittany? Um, Brittany, I hope you're doing okay. Keep dancing. I love your moves. Um, and just, yeah, just be you. Don't, 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 don't be forced into anything. If you're listening, I know you're listening. (laughs) What would you say? What would you actually say to her in terms of, because you know, she's dating an Iranian guy, her personal trainer. He's a very sweet guy. Um, he's always like putting her through her paces. They work out together. That's a sweet, healthy relationship in my view. I mean, obviously we don't know what goes on behind closed doors but I think maybe that's just what she needs just like a nice um reliable guy well she used to say didn't she like she would probably not be a pop star all her life she wanted to have babies and be a mother and a wife so um I just hope she gets that really yeah me too I hope that's what she gets I hope whatever it is that she wants she gets um and I I think I might go and listen to uh in the zone because I do like that album actually it's my favorite I might go and listen to that Travis. Um, oh God! One more time. Awful. Absolutely awful. Well, um, yeah, stay tuned, guys, because we've got some exciting things planned coming soon. And do follow us on our social media because we're going to start teasing um, 
the next series on series the double. Six. Series six, so exciting. Uh, what about you, Sarah? I didn't even ask you any last thoughts, anything in, about this no, documentary. I think I've said all I need to say. I'm just, you know, skeptical about documentary formats these days. Um, I know. Oh. but yeah that's fine I just like to be the polite voice of reason much like Brittany herself <laughs> good that's a good example to follow and I'm yeah you're right like you're I'm glad that you, we have like a resident detective on this podcast <laughs> or I can like actually <laughs> to be honest like I was only skeptical of the documentary because I don't like being told to say sorry <laughs> I think that was <laughs> I think that that set me off on this path <laughs> I was just like no I shall not say sorry something I don't remember doing <laughs> And I don't think oh I did do. So funny. I was listening to placebo wow. when this all happened, so I don't think that I'm to blame. Oh my god, that's brilliant. I don't even like music. Okay. I will not apologize. Well, I I for one will be watching the Demi Lovato um documentary because I'm now suddenly hooked on these things. That's fine. It's kind of like the new version of like The Inquirer or like Hello Magazine or something, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah anyway they'll always come out with new ways of airing our dirty laundry but anyway guys thank you for listening and uh yeah we'll talk to you soon we'll see you soon bye bye I must confess.